so what's the what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got your head question. down, you go to work. Uh, there's not much else to do. So you got another opportunity this week to turn things around and, and uh, get back on the right side, but you got to start with work on, on Tuesday, you know, first day of practice really this week. So I thought it was good practice. Guys, tempo was good. Guys are uh, focused in and I think everybody knows where we're at and, and what we need to do. What kind of process do you go through after a game like that? Uh, there's part of you that just wants to put it away and, and forget it. And then the other part of you says we need to learn from it and we need to fix it and figure out what we can do differently. So um, you go through all of those things. You don't put too much stock into it because I feel like you know we're a better team than what we showed. But you do want to learn from it and, and have the players see the mistakes and then clean those up. Where, where do you start in terms of trying to fix things that went wrong against LSU? Uh, you know, it was, it was a combination of things. So it's not one player or one area. It was it was the whole package this time, and uh, that's unfortunate. You know, when you play a team like that, they can expose you if you're not careful. So, um, you know, you go back and you, you watch the film, but, you know, there wasn't a lot to watch. Um, it was the good thing. There was only 38 plays, but... Um, you, you know, you don't push the panic button. You don't just scrap everything and start over. Uh, all the work you've put in. And, and um, so, you know, you try to tweak and, and adjust and maybe a different guy in a different spot and then uh, go from there. How have the players bounced back coming back to practice this week? They've been good. I think having Utah right after that helps because now it's a, you know, it energizes things around here with the rivalry and all those things. But, um, you know, they've been good. They haven't hung their head and done all those things. And we as coaches maybe did a little bit <laughs> Sunday and uh, Monday morning. But you got to get right back into it. You don't have time to dwell on, on the past. We're on to Utah now. Are you surprised by the struggles? Um, no, you know, really week one, I don't I don't see that so much as a struggle. Um, part of it was me being conservative in the fourth quarter and just wanting to secure the win and not just, you know, go for more points and put our team in jeopardy. So uh, we had a few penalties that set us back, but we ran the ball well. We, we threw it well. Um, this last week, uh, you know, we, we rushed through things. It, things were happening faster than maybe we were prepared for. And... Uh, you know, it was just a perfect storm for us uh, where we weren't ready to go. And so um, last week was surprising that, you know, when you look at the final numbers and things, but during the course of the game, it's they're a good defense. They're a good team and presented some challenges for us that we, uh, you know, we didn't overcome with making plays and, and uh, individual efforts. Your senior year game at Penn State was almost like that. What do you remember about it? bouncing back from that. Yeah, we were 0-3 that year. We were a young team, a lot like this year. We've got a lot of young guys in a lot of places, and uh, even our quarterback, even though he's played a year, he sat out a year, and it's a new offense, and I think the expectations were way high for him uh, just based off what he did his freshman year, and and now playing with different guys and different receivers, it's, it's different for him. So, um, you know, it, it's similar to that year, though, because we were struggling scoring points, and and we kind of got going, but we also were playing in the WAC conference by then, so we weren't playing LSU and Utah and Wisconsin every week. We started out that way, and it was a struggle. And it was because of youth, and by the end of the year, we were a pretty good football team. And so we got to stick with it and, and hang in there and, and let guys come along. As coaches, you want them getting there right now, um, but sometimes that doesn't happen for you. How about in the NFL? Do you remember a comparable game? 
I threw seven picks in a game, so yeah. that was kind of embarrassing. Um, it was probably comparable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think anytime you play sports or involved in athletics as a coach, you're going to have moments like that, and it's what you do after those moments that matters. Are those expectations for Tanner a little high, considering he had that full year last year? Yeah, that, that's what I say, and then it's a different offense for him. He doesn't have Mitch Matthews and six five receivers that he can throw it up to and, and bail him out of a play here or there either. So uh, I think, you know, the expectations people had were, were way high and, and not fair to him to have to settle in and run a different offense. And, and uh, so... You know, with a different group of receivers around you that are young and inexperienced as well. So that was everybody's question mark coming in, and we feel like there's talent there. It's a matter of us coaches, you know, finding that right fit for them and, and the right route combination for them and helping them be more successful as well. What stands out to you about the Utah defense? They're fast. They uh, they play fast football. LSU will be a great, you know, test for us to, to get us ready for that. You know, I think if we can – now understand the speed and things are happening a little faster in, in the run game. Backers are triggering a little quicker. Um, that'll that'll help us uh, down the road. So, um, but they play fast and physical. That's what they've always been built on. Uh, Kyle Whittingham's done great with the defense, and now Morgan Scally's continued that. But that's the mindset they have: is they want to be fast and physical. How close is Tanner to meeting your expectations? We talk about ours, but what about yours? Yeah, I, I think um, he's coming along. You know, there were things in the game where he rushed through his progressions, and we talked about that and watching it on film. And, and maybe that was some of me during the week saying, they got a really good pass rush, we can't hold the ball. And in turn, we only had two sacks, but we went through our progressions a little fast and missed some open guys that were there. So, um, you know, he can calm down and, and trust the protection a little more. I can coach that better and not put him in panic mode a little bit going into that game. Um, and so, you know, he's, he's where he needs to be. It's, it's a matter of everyone else coming along too. You know, it'd be nice to have a veteran group of receivers that you jump in with that they kind of calm things down for you. But all these guys are young. We've got five seniors on the offense, and only two of them are skilled guys. So um, we got we got work to do, and then just sharpening up, and guys getting confidence in themselves a little bit too right now. How have you evaluated the the running backs to this point? That's uh, we didn't have much evaluation last week. I think we had ten run plays, so that wasn't a true test of what we were really working with. I think Kavika showed you know he's willing to stick it up in there and run for tough yards like to see them breaking a few more tackles um, you watch the guy for LSU you know there's not many backs like him in the country we had one last year um, but we need to get to that and you know, we need guys to, to expect contact and then be ready for it and, and break some tackles so um, that whole group still you know constant rotation constant giving guys a chance and, and hoping somebody emerges has Kavika been able to go 100% in these last two days yeah he hasn't been limited at all